0: I'm Curry Bradshaw. Amongst the many things we have in common as humans, I believe accountability for our flaws are the one thing we can all work on. But schools don't really teach us how to deal with our flaws. We've all done that thing that we weren't so proud of, so why not talk about it in order to accept the shitty sides of ourselves, be accountable for our actions, and mature emotionally for the future? Let's rip the bad day together. This is Show Me You're Ugly. Anne's a 25 year old talent assistant from New Jersey. She hopped on a call with me to chat about why she got fired. Back in 2016 and fresh out of college, she was eager to work in the media industry and she was lucky enough to land a gig at Green Media in the communications department.
1: Shortly after the Me Too movement, everything kind of like fell apart.
0: The manager of her department left and she was suddenly on her own.
1: When they left, I didn't have like a manager. Like I was 21, 22, doing the entire digital uh, press strategy on my own.
0: In short, she wanted more money and she was looking for other jobs within the company. This was something her old manager was totally aware of and supported.
1: They knew I didn't want to stay in the communications department. They like themselves were trying to move me within the company.
0: Enter her new manager, a woman Pam did not get along with.
1: She would just say things that were just like... Um, president and it wasn't just me like other people from the department were going to HR about her because she would just say things that were just very inappropriate she would justify like very unethical things
0: one day out of the blue
1: in the middle of like a meeting with everyone she like basically gave me a new title
0: it was random to say the least she was not only passive aggressive she also created an environment where they treated Pam like an other by doing things like leaving her out of emails pertaining to her department it was getting toxic to say the least Then, the day finally came.
1: Fortunately, your position has been terminated.
0: Let's get right into it. This is why I got fired. So Pam, why did you get fired?
1: Well, right after college, I got a job offer from Green Media and started up really great in 2016 fresh out of college, very eager to work in the industry. And the first year was pretty good. I learned a lot about business and everything going on. It was so hard, like, getting adjusted to the company culture, but for the most part, the company, at that time, the highest it had been, like, they were at their peak. And then shortly after the Me Too movement, everything kind of, like, fell apart and I kind of saw the company at its peak to its worst and um, over the last like two years from when I worked there, we had a lot of sexual harassment scandals and that led to a lot of loss in investors, obviously a lot of bad press. Um, I worked on the communication team, just like a huge financial hit and just like a social hit and just hit you can think of and from then we had to, the company kind of decided to like change its leadership position so we ended up being the CEO and that prompted them to like change the head of communications which was uh, my boss and a new leader was brought in someone who was close to the ceo and uh her and i did not get along the ceo came from another media company and she just kind of brought her people with her Mm -hmm. and the old head of communication at her previous company was brought to my company so we got new leadership Mm -hmm. that's the first time i experienced new leadership she's from la uh i'm from jersey new york just cultural difference on how <laughs> things move and go about. I think that, like people tend to be like more so fake and like and so like their way of working and the way they like operate. She would just say things that were just like unprecedented and it wasn't just me like other people from the department were going to talk about her because she would just say things that were. She's very inappropriate like one time we had a meeting about like a video that was coming up and working the press strategy and she like called me and entered her office with another coworker who I was working on the strategy from and she just starts meeting by saying like oh so I heard you don't want to work here oh my god I'm like yeah so after that I was like okay cool I'm going to HR if you want to like move like that because I don't live like that
0: how did she like, come to that conclusion though
1: so I was working on this with- Two and a half years deep into my job, and I was really close with the boss who left, and the person who hired me. So I was close with everyone on like the leadership on the team before, and um, it was my first job. And and, like, I knew I didn't want to stay in the communications department. So they actually were—they like themselves were trying to move me within the company to go to uh, the TV side because I had a T—I have a TV background. They like it was just—they just knew that was a better fit for me. It's my first job. I'm not going to stay in communications from 21 to like 50. They just knew it, it wasn't like it was really good at my job. Uh, it was very like okay, she's gonna go to the TV side, and people in that company do that all the time. It wasn't like crazy for me to do that, and like that had okay. a communications from helping me. So and I was even like interviewing with. People in the company. Wow. So, it wasn't so it was like, very
0: open, and you knew that you were going to make the move, and so did management. Yeah,
1: it wasn't like I was doing stuff on their back and all stuff. So I guess before she came on, the the head communications told her like hey aunt's gonna be like looking for she's trying to move around in the company whatever and I guess she took that as like oh she doesn't want work for me not at all like like, I've been at the job for like three years you just got here like it's about my career it's not about you of course she also just like she would make comments like I don't understand why we're even doing press for the digital side which yeah (laughs) so she was basically saying that she didn't understand why I had a job
0: right
1: Um, so again went to HR (laughs) Because I was, like, how am I supposed to work with someone who, like, thinks I'm trying to leave, doesn't even think I should have a job? And she was, like, a very terrible leader and, like, actually, like, a terrible person. Like, she just, she would justify, like, very unethical things. Like, she wanted us to do press strategy, to do press for vaping and smoking. Yeah. And, like, it was just very dirty. Like, it was just, it just didn't feel right. She wanted, basically, us to work with a a smoking company Mm -hmm. who has been in the game for, a long time for cigarettes and, like, help promote them as, like, a good brand. I guess because the company was desperate for money and we, we were just like, why, why would we do that? Um, one of the other things that she did was I had been, before she came there, I was asking was like, a year or something um, for more money because the management was so poor. Like, when they left, I didn't have, like, a manager. Like, I was 21, 22 doing the entire digital uh, press strategy on my own and I was like, wow. I don't get any stress. Yeah. Yeah, like,
0: I was
1: like, this is insane. Like, i literally doing this by myself no one's helping me yeah like I need more money this is ridiculous right so of course I never got it and in the middle of like a meeting with everyone she like gave, basically gave me a new title didn't sit me inside give me a new title or give me any money
0: like she just was, was like okay here just so I could like I guess shut up so was what like, was your new title it was
1: like I was communications with and then I was communications coordinator. Like, it wasn't, like, a huge step up, but, like, why would you just randomly change my title? So I was just like, okay, this is, I mean, I hate this place. So, like <laughs> <laughs> And by then, I was obviously, like, trying to leave outside the something because I, I was like, I cannot be here. It it's toxic. People suck. Job
0: suck. Uh, when the transition happened from your old boss to the new boss that you didn't really gel with, were there other people who were there for the transition, too, and saw sort of, like, the downfall? Well,
1: because by then most of them had like been with a company at 2016 2017 and then saw the downfall like of like the tv network the digital side like the sexual assault scandal like we we had to like look at bad stuff for like at least a year so it just like wasn't a good time and they thought too. like, like i said other people also went to each with her and but i think ultimately it was like myself and another girl who she like randomly changed the title for it was both of us that were like more so self- about it because, like, I am the type of person that, like, I don't do well with, like, I guess office politics of, like, I'm just going to pretend I like you, and, like, I just, like, wouldn't laugh at her jokes. I just wouldn't do, like, uh, like, like, you weren't faking
0: shit. it, basically, it sounds like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm not going to be, like, oh, I like you and then go HR about you. Like, I'm, you're, you'll just know that, like, we are not on the same level. Her and the other girl, we were, like, the most outspoken, but she also was just, like, very mean to her. Like, we definitely went to HR, like, the most. She was just a terrible person
0: did you have like a list of things of like what she did at what time and like paper trails and stuff and like what did HR what was HR's response um
1: they were like okay like we'll we'll look into it but
0: like they never looked into it no not
1: really like I just knew she wasn't gonna leave because she's like best friends with
0: the CEO it was one of those situations yeah got it I was like okay so it's getting worse. You know, you guys are going to HR. You have some people on your side who've seen this progression. And walk me through how it got to you eventually getting fired.
1: So, after that conversation, like I said, the company was just doing bad in general. And one day, I was like, it was winter. I was like, sick working from home. And I woke up and I got like a bunch of text messages and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, so I look and it. I was getting an email from the CEO and she's saying that 10% of the entire company can be laid off. And like, we've had layoffs before, but not to the extent of 10% of the company. Yeah. She mentioned like, she's like from every single department and she mentions like my department. Oh, shit. And so from that email, I was like, Oh, this is, I just have like a feeling. It. so then like, I'm hearing just from other people that who's getting laid off. The only person I got laid off was the girl who I sent, like, was also a communication coordinator. We didn't really get along with her, so she was the only one that got laid off Mm -hmm. that day. And then I went to work. That was a Friday. I went to work on that Sunday, and I was just, like, waiting for HR to talk to me. Like, everyone was acting like nothing happened. Like, I was just like, okay, that's kind of weird. And then I I worked the entire workday, like, till, like, Mm 6.30. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm, like, fine. But 6.30... I get an email from my boss saying, like, can you come in to my office? And HR was there, and they were like, oh, unfortunately, your position has been terminated. Here's, like, severance package, like, whatever. And, like, there's so many reasons why, like, I knew it was a personal reason versus uh, even something to do with layoffs. Because, one, the only two people that got laid off were me and the other girl who she randomly like changed the title to. Also, if it was a money thing, we get paid the lowest of the people on the, um, department so it definitely mm-hmm. wasn't like a you get paid so much we need to like you know we get paid like less than $60,000 compared to like directors and senior directors and everyone else so that just didn't make sense also before we had two people quit so it's not like we needed to lay off more people from that department it just she just wanted to um right. also like I said she's mentioned to me that she didn't see the purpose of my role and also that like I found out later that she like tried to get rid of the wall previously and just couldn't, I guess. Because she had no reason to. But yeah. the layoffs were kind of, like, a way for her to, like, just push me out. Or like, anyone who did not agree with her out. So it was more so, yeah. like, uh, if you guys are going to say layoffs because money, like, it's just really interesting who's not getting laid off. And also, like, because the company, like, it was a, a trend that, like, a lot of people who were laid off were actually, like, a lot of... Most of them were women and people of color, on um, both. So yeah. I'm like, okay. It was always rumors that, like, the new Deal wasn't really, like the most inclusive person. And she had also gotten rid of, like, the big-name counts that were people of color. So she just never also had, like, a good reputation with, like, the minority groups. So, like, the the union for the company was trying to get information on, like, the staff because a lot of the people who were laid off were, like, minorities and women of color. The company actually got sued because they paid women less and um, they didn't pay people the right amount from, like, the severance check. They tried to pay us less. So I actually got a settlement check this year from that... It was
0: just like part of a class action lawsuit. Wow, I understand your perspective because, like, even when I came out of school for TV writing and producing, even though we heard all the all the negative shit, right? Like, it didn't matter because ultimately it's still a huge platform and it's still recognizable. So, like, for you to work for for a company like that, it still meant something really huge, right? Uh, regardless yeah. of having the knowledge of like oh this is happening, uh, whether it's sexual abuse or like uh, treatment of people of, of color or minorities, it's just unfortunate that like you know even though that happened you're like, you know what that's everyone else's experience you never know what well, my experience might be different you know yeah uh,
1: it's, exactly. it's it's like-
0: unfortunate that they prove themselves wrong.
1: <laughs> But I was like, oh, you know, everyone says that it could be different. And it wasn't like, oh, someone comes up to you and calls you like a derogatory term or something. And it, was, it wasn't that. It was, it was very clicky to the point where like I had to co- go to my boss like seven months in and I was like, listen, like people aren't even like sharing me on emails. And like, I'm not even sure how I was supposed to do my job if people like aren't going to talk to me. And I'm like, I've been here for seven months.
0: So like people were ignoring you or like?
1: It was very much that like part of like the city and just that type of culture that I don't fit in. With They would always, like, go to the bars after work and, like, go over each other's houses on the weekend. Like, very much their, like, their work life is their life. Like, all their friends are their work friends. Right. Like, there is no separation. And I'm just not, like, I don't want to be friends with you. Like, I want to go home. Right. They just, like, wouldn't even, like, add me an emails for stuff. Like, if it was a project I'm working on. Like, oh, I would have to get so someone
0: petty. Speak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: That's, no, it's really That's really <laughs> Um, I was like, are we in high school? It felt like I'd rather be in high school
0: than be there. No, I always say this, like work is like adult high school where you realize, oh, people have not gotten out of the tropes that they played in high school. They're just continuing on that. And if you don't integrate your work life into your personal life, then you become an outcast all of a sudden. And I'm, I'm similar to your mindset in the sense like, yo, you're my coworker, you're not my friend. If we could just go back to your getting fired moment, so you're in the room and HR is telling mm-hmm. you that, you know, here's your severance package, you know, your your role has been terminated. What are you thinking in that moment?
1: Yeah, I, I kind of like zoned out. We I mean, were talking. I, I think I asked like one question because they are like, "Do you have questions?" But I think I probably said something like petty. <laughs> and then uh, just like and it was just so rude. They were like, You have five minutes to leave the office. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going home anyway, like, shut up. Can I I mean, usually say like buy to my friends? And I'm also pissed because I bought a monthly subway pass that day. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that. But like, you guys are the worst. So I was mad at that. 'cause I'm like, You just like wasted my time. It was winter, so like that just sucked. Like, okay, I guess I'm gonna be home, like the Crestall Day. Let's
0: talk about that. Now you're working as a talent assistant at another very successful media company. How did that transition work for you? I
1: had been wanting to work in this particular part of media for like at least a year. Um, it was something I'd always loved. It's something I always, it's just like my favorite thing in the entire world. So I was like really striving Like how can I make this jump? How can I make this transition? wanted to do it internally like I said it that just wasn't working out I had started to look for jobs outside and it was really tough because it was actually harder than I thought I thought like since I had like a good resume my first job was like right after school and this like prominent company I was like sure I can easily transfer like why wouldn't I and I I was like hit with reality like this is harder than I thought mm. um, so I was going on interviews for like a while I would say like at least a year and I had interviewed for one position with my current company and I didn't get it and it wasn't like anything of like I'm salty I didn't get it it was just like I kind of needed like something to humble me out a little bit and I kept in touch with them and another job opened up and that job so I, I did get the first interview back in November and then I got fired in February then in March like a fired, effect I saw a posting again for the, for the company I wanted to work for. And I reached out, and everyone was like, yeah, we'll send you a resume, all this stuff. And I did the interview process. I ended up getting it. I got it fired early February. I took this role, like, exactly when the severance ended. The week before the severance ran out, that's when I got the job offer and I was like, oh my god, thank god, I don't want to like, <laughs> but I think it was also a luck and work thing because like, it just lined up with when I got laid off, but if I didn't do any of that, like, work before getting laid off, it definitely would have been a couple more months. Right. All that happened last year and like, it was a really tough time like, losing your job and then also like, working in a toxic place, it was just like, a lot of things in my life were just not working out. I knew like, I had worked so hard to like make the transition to what i really wanted i didn't want to just take anything just because i felt desperate i just i didn't want to do it and i just you know stuck to my gut and i was like you know what i'm gonna work really hard i've been working hard for my entire life i'm not gonna take everyone's advice or like to give advice when they're not in the industry so i'm like i know how the industry works i know what it takes i'm gonna keep like being true to myself it worked out for the most part
0: yeah i think that's important What is like the advice you'd give to someone who's in the same situation as you were back at Green Media?
1: I would say, like, I know it's cheesy, but, like, it does get better. Like, that's such a temporary time yeah. in your life. You're not going to stay at the company for, like, the rest of your life. Yeah. And you have to also, like, stick to your values. Like, I knew that, like, I didn't want to work for someone who was just, like, rude and nasty. Like, I don't care how high up you are. I'm not going to let you speak to me that way. Yeah. If that means I have to get fired, then one of us is going to go. I know it's not that easy for some people, but I would just say, like, try to talk to HR if that doesn't work. Like, really do a strategy of, like, assess what you want, what you can put up with. Something that people don't really tell you looking for jobs is like company culture and I think that's so important like you do not
0: want to go to work every day with people you hate well a lot of people don't realize that that's like 40 hours a week right which is like half of your life when you do the math <laughs> so if yeah. you're going to be around people who disrespect you or it's like a really toxic environment and hard to work with is it really worth it in the end? There was a time in a place where like a lot of people just settled for that and some people still do but I think there's certain people who have a fight in them and it's not worth it to stick around so so
1: like if you're that type of person like I really would stay true to your dreams and if you're not that type of person I would just stay true to like your morals and values like you do not want to work for a company where everyone is just unethical and sucks yeah
0: you just don't do you think what happened to you was meant to be sure yeah I think like how of my friends put it, it was like, you know, you were at this
1: toxic place for so long. At one point, the universe kind of just had to like remove you from the situation because you weren't going to quit. It was a lot healthier for me to leave. I felt ninety times better. So I've been at my job for a year. That remember that time last year, like my life kind of taking like a one eighty. Like I was just happier. I started a new job I liked. I just met like a new guy. Poly-
0: all <laughs> life went yeah, all the yeah. way up in a different way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was just, like, such a better time. I'm never going to let myself be another chick from my new job from, like, a week in. I just knew it was, like, such a better fit. Like, it was just, I'd never experienced before. I applied for a job before. I didn't get it. The person that got the job, like, me and him are, like, best friends now. Like, it was just, like, things had worked out and like, such crazy way yeah. like I was just like well if he didn't get the job he went met, and like he's like one of my best friends so That's crazy um yeah now I'm kind of just like with all the uncertainty going on in the world I'm like you know what I've done it once I can do it again but I also didn't realize how common it was mm. like it was like I was like oh my god it's both my job and I'm like people right. lose their jobs every day
0: yeah
1: like it's like you're the, the only ones going through that people are going through that it's have sucky work experiences and like they figure it out and you to figure
0: it out thank you so much for your time <laughs> i really really appreciate it pen yeah no problem
1: thanks so much for having me <laughs>
0: This is Curry Bradshaw. You've been listening to Show Me Your Ugly. If you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, comment, and review this podcast wherever you listen. You can follow my other projects on currybradshaw.com. See you next week, and thanks for tuning in.
1: Peace.